We are live here from Abingdon Avon High School for the uh, final game of our three-game stretch here from the uh, A-Town Girls Shootout, the first ever girls shootout here. It's the Abingdon Avon MC Sport and more and uh, Advanced Rehab Girls Basketball Shootout. I'm Caden Rogers alongside Sean Temple, who's been here probably all day. I have been here since our our first game at 3 o'clock today. Come a little bit early to... uh, catch up with head coach uh, uh, Scott Weber with the Monmouth Roseville Titans. So I got to see a little bit of the game before Monmouth Roseville. But other than that, yeah, I've been here for at least uh, over half of the day. And, of course, you've been engineering a couple games, so you've been on the road running back and forth. You're probably more tired than I am. Uh, I wouldn't say so. I <laughs> just came here for this one. But we've got our third game here. It's the final one, of course. It's the Abingdon Avon girls capping off. Of course, the host, they are taking on Evergreen Park out of uh, the Chicagoland area, out of Cook County there. Having the Avon coming in at six and three, Evergreen Park coming in at five and three. I haven't got a chance to see much of this A Town girls team, but kind of what do you know about this uh, squad here? I know you talked with uh, Coach Dugan uh, in the pre, you know, before the pregame. We'll get to that soon, but kind of what do you think about this A Town girls team? Yeah, from I what it. you've heard. Actually, uh, Brent Dugan, hit, Coach Dugan, and I did the first game together. Of course, you engineered that. We did the Monmouth Roseville game together here on the air, and, and Dugan and I. Uh, Get get, uh, get hooked up on the air quite frequently, and he was telling me he's like, ah, you know, it's really it's like every other high school team in our area. Boy, we're good when we're good, and we can be really bad when we're bad. Yeah, but you can say that about every high school sports team for that matter. Uh-huh. But at least basketball wise, but man, they they've got this super freshman, uh, fabulous freshman in the program now, Kennedy Quinn, who uh, uh, Coach Dugan and people around the area have been like, boy, she she was a standout in junior high. Can't wait to see her at the high school level. And, and see how she acclimates. She's acclimated herself pretty quickly. And, and like you said, I got a chance to talk to Coach Dugan. He elaborates more on that. But uh, that's a good freshman. But they're not all. They're not all Kennedy Quinn, the freshman. Haley Redding's having a fantastic season for the Tornadoes, averaging uh, just a little bit less than Kennedy Quinn herself at 19 points a game. She's filling it up from all over the place. This is it's it's more than a one horse show, definitely for the Atel Tornadoes. Absolutely, and I know that kind of uh, that's kind of strike some fear into uh, some LTC coaches when you see Kennedy Quinn, a freshman, doing this. <laughs> but also Haley Redding, she's going to come back next year. There are um, just one. There's just one senior on this uh, Atel squad, and Addison Anderson's a very young team, and they've been able to cobble together a winning record with a young team. That's going to you know, strike some fear into these LTC coaches early. Yeah, I think so too. And and Coach Dugan said. And again, you'll hear it. He says, uh, "With youth comes mistakes. You got to be patient with the mistakes with the youth with a young ball club like that." So part of you, half of you, is like, "Ooh, I can't wait for the future," and the other half's like, "I got to put up with what we got to put up with now." And to your point, they're six and three. They must be putting up with it pretty well. Absolutely, they come in here on a two-game winning streak with wins over Mercer County and uh, Hardin Calhoun, who we uh, had on the air earlier with the. Uh, Mammoth Roseville game. Uh, they're looking to make it three straight. We'll get right into the uh, pregame coaches interview with uh, Coach Dugan. John Temple got a chance to meet up with him before the game. We'll come back with that interview here in 30 seconds on the PCSN. Welcome back to WRAM pregame show. Join me here on the pregame show. I got head coach of the Eight Town Tornadoes, Mr. Brent Dugan. We just got off the air, man. You're glutton for punishment, aren't you? I am a glutton for punishment. Probably you can reciprocate the same words, right? Um, no, I'm excited about tonight. We had a good win last night against Calhoun, uh, and and looking for Evergreen Park tonight. I don't know what all the things that they'll bring to the table. We got a little bit of a scattering report on them, but uh, excited to see what the girls can do back to back nights. Yeah, I'm interested in seeing Evergreen Park. I, I know nothing about it. I couldn't find any stats on it. Didn't get anything set, set in from Evergreen Park. So I'm, I'm going in blind, way blinder than you are. At least you, you know a little bit about them. But 
you know, it's still early in the season. It's still just about you, though, isn't it? Ah. It is. I mean, I told the girls just a uh, half hour ago, you know, when it comes all down to everything being equal, we got to worry about us and doing our thing and whatever they take away, they're going to give. So we got to take advantage of those situations. And, and really, again, that's our responsibility to do that. And we got to take some accountability tonight. Uh, again, uh, Rough, tough game last night. We came through the win, so I told the girls we need to build upon that and don't climb the mountain to fall back down. So you just keep climbing the mountain, and that's what we look forward to doing. Six and three overall, one three out of your last four. Some quality wins in there. Mercer County's a good ball club. Got a win there. You've already uh, referenced the the Hart and Calhoun Brussels win last night uh, on a quick turnaround today, and then Ridgewood in there. That's one three out of your last four. And all a bit of a roll. Sure. And then you know, yeah, Rutherford was the game here. One bad half. One bad half, and you take that bad half away, and really we're talking about a four and a week possibly. Maybe you know it is a three. Hopefully a three in one week if if we can get there tonight. Um, but more importantly, I told the girls. That, I even said that at halftime in the Lawrenceville game. I said, let this be the mark to our season where we say, that was the bad, uh, going forward is the good. So I, I'm looking forward to that part of the, of the season, and I know the girls are as well. They don't want to du- duplicate what they did Monday night first half against Weatherfield because that just wasn't us. Well, coaches like to break this season down in sections, so we're kind of in that nearing that second section, nearing the second section. I don't know about you, but when I had to run a mile, I didn't worry about the four laps. I just tried to worry about one lap at a time or even a half a lap at a time. Just worrying about survival. Yeah, and survival. Today's world, and the way I would look at it. Today, I definitely would look at it that way. But, yeah, you have to break it down, and you have to take uh, steps at it, not not run fully at it, not not do some of the things and look ahead. That, that's always the bad thing, too, I found in, the, in my history. But, yeah, you just got to kind of just go one step at a time. And, those steps add up after a while. Yeah, Kennedy Quinn, freshman that I know a lot of folks around the area have been, have been looking forward to her getting into high school and getting going. Uh, looks like she's settling pretty darn well. She is. She's getting acclimated to the high school level like I knew she would. Um, she's a great leader on the floor for us. Um, she and I struggle at times with uh, just knowing each other because we're still only, you know, eight games in the season, nine games in the season. So, um, we're still trying to get some identity between the two of us, but it is getting better. And, and like like you said, she's an exceptional talent, talent, and she just she basically runs our offense. And Haley Redding's one step behind her, if not ahead of her at times. And what she does works offensively is a good thing. And then the other three, four, five that play for us give us quality minutes and do quality things on the defensive side, rebounding, get get the ball kicked out to us too. And that's who they look for to score. And I look for. The other three or four to kind of take advantage of some situations tonight. So uh, keep your eye on that. Yeah, I, I good segue because my next question was going to be what what a great start Haley Redding has gotten off to. Probably not super surprising. She's a good ball player, but man, she's really doing well here. Well, she benefited last year from our post passing with Brooke. Uh, Peeper, and then we had Lexi Hunter on one side of the floor, so we can put Haley on the other side. She, she stood in the corner and hit shots, and this year we're asking her to kind of go to the hoop a little more, get some inside presence, because we really don't have that throughout our program now with Brooklyn gone, uh, but she's done a nice job adjusting to that, and I'll tell you what, she sets her feet, the ball's going. What do, you, what do you hope to get out of tonight? But I know you're kind of going in a little bit blind, as, as we are with Evergreen Park coming in, so what's kind of your game plan? What's, what do you got to tell the girls before the ball? Where they're going to bring a lot of quickness to, to the forefront tonight, and we got to react to that in, in a certain way within our offense and not get ourselves too hurried. So, I want to see us play with some poise, I want to see us take advantage of some situations. I think we can, you know, 
just got to take advantage of. And, and I, I really think that will help us get through tonight and the rest of the season. I just want to kind of – uh, the, the maturity process, we're talking two freshmen start, uh, two junior – or three juniors, so and – and a sophomore comes off the bench. So we got a young team, and, and I just want to keep growing. And it, it is a process. So, yeah, like I said, take advantage of what the team's going to give us. And if we can start seeing that better, the process will come quicker a good win to get to take into the uh, seating for Beardstown, too. Sure would. Uh, we got that next Wednesday, the seating meetings next Wednesday. And, yeah, I would like – I told the girls, 7-3 sounds a heck of a lot better than 6-4. and four. All right, buddy. We'll talk to you afterwards. Good luck. Go get them. Sounds good, Sean. Thank you. That goes Brett Dugan with the HL Tornadoes. We'll be back. Back here at Abingdon Amon High School. We are about a minute on the clock here. We're getting ready to start the game between the Tornadoes and Evergreen Park. Tornadoes takes the floor now, getting ready for starting lineups to officially be announced. For, are we doing national anthem? I believe, yeah, I, I think we're know. doing national we anthem. We're going to take it back anthem. to the studio for a quick yeah. break. We'll be back here on the PCSN. Back here at A-Town High School. We've got starting lineups being announced right now. The anthem was just played here from a Tornado Alley. Right up there on the uh, sign here. We got starting lineups here. We got some sponsors, though, jumping on for uh, this shootout time. Uh, number one, we got Carolyn and Co. looking for a tasty bite to eat between games. Then head to Carolyn and Co. Cafe and Bakery. Carolyn and Co. has everything you need from home cooked breakfast, homemade tenderloins, and daily lunch specials. And of course, no meal is complete without a made from scratch treat. Be sure to stop by Carolyn and Co. Bakery in Abingdon. Got advanced rehab. Don't let pain keep you out of the game of life. Don't live it. Uh, don't live with it. Get rid of it. Advanced rehab and sports medicine treats your pain. And then a third sponsor, Tompkins State Bank. Stop in Abingdon, Avon, Abingdon, Knoxville, or Galesburg today and see the difference in a real community bank. Tompkins State Bank, community-minded, customer-focused since 1884. The sponsors jumped on here. We are ready for tip-off. Evergreen Park and A-Town. we got these starters. Uh, you want to fill us in here, Sean, on the starting lineup? Absolutely. First with the Evergreen Park Mustangs, they'll start Taylor U- Taylor Yeeman, a 5'8 senior, Isabel Carney, a 5'4 senior, Tatum Harris, a 5'10 sophomore, Trinity Jones, a 5'6 junior, and Keziah Lewis, a 5'10 junior. For the right. A-Town Tornadoes, they'll start Kennedy Quinn, a freshman, Emma Gunther, a junior, Caden Quinn, a freshman, Haley Redding, a junior, Taylor Ford, a junior, and all under class starting lineup for the Tornado. Young uh, squad here for A-Town. They win the tip, and they'll get started here. we got the uh, yellow numbers yeah, on. Always a treat. For you. Always a treat. <laughs> light, light yellow numbers on a white jersey, folks. Inside the pass from Kennedy Quinn goes to Caden Quinn. A little uh, connection there between the Quins, and that will start A-Town up 2 to nothing here. The Cousins are up 2 to nothing here. Yeah, 7.30 to go. Evergreen nice set, Park nice the set ball. right out of the tip. And a turnover for Evergreen Park. And A-Town the other way, Quinn. Kennedy Quinn goes right at the basket. Shot just off the mark. Rebound by number 11. That is Tatum Harris. Nice little stutter step dribble out there at the wing by, uh, by uh, Kennedy Quinn getting to the rim. It's a little bit too hard. Trinity, uh, Trinity Jones at the wing. Yeah, swing it to the other wing for Isabella Carney. Carney going inside, and she's going to carry the ball, and that's going to be the second turnover of the game for the Mustangs. Well, that was really good, really good defense here. The first defensive set for the Tornadoes. All five Tornado girls were down in that good guarding position. It looked like they're ready to go tonight. 
And right after that, A-Town's going to give him the ball back on a carry from Kennedy Quinn, so a turnover from the Tornadoes. The exact same call as the Mustangs just got on their last offensive position, a guard getting the hand under the ball and turning it over, and, and the same thing for the Tornadoes. 2 nothing here after a minute down. Jones going to the corner. Now inside is for Kaziah Lewis. First shot just off the mark. Rebound, Kennedy Quinn. You know Quinn gets the, gets the rebound. She's going to get over that timeline quick. She's going right for the basket. Shot is off the glass. Oh. Good, good. Move to the inside by Kennedy Quinn there. And we got a timeout already from the Mustangs. They don't like what they see on offense or on defense. No, Bruce Caduto said, I am going to put a stop there, at least try to put a stop to this already. That was a beautiful hesitation dribble in the corner by Kennedy Quinn. A little between the leg, kind of put the defender back on the heels a little bit, and she just took it baseline right to the rack. Looks like a full timeout. We're going to take a 30-second break and be right here on AM 1330, FM 95.7, WREM. A-Town leads 4 nothing. Back here on AM 1330, FM 95.7, out of the uh, timeout. I... Evergreen Park's going to turn it right back over to the Tornadoes with 6.20 to go. Third timeout I've got in the first minute and a half of this ball game for the Mustangs. On the offensive way, three ball on the way from the Tornadoes off the mark. Rebound stays with A-Town. Out to Quinn on the uh, top of the key inside and a nice layup there just off the mark. And we got a foul on Evergreen Park. <laughs> That's a nice take by Quinn. Man. She gets right to the rim at will. Oh, it's just a little hesitation dribble. They just can't stay with her and and uh, uh, drawing a foul on the putback is Tornado's first free throws in the ball game. And see who exactly got the call for uh, must, for the Mustangs here. Number 11, they're going to give it to uh, Tatum Harris. Tatum, Tatum Harris on the foul. First free throw from like Cassidy McMullen here, number 14, if you can make out the numbers here. Yeah. Second free throw on the way, and she's going to go two for two at her first trip from the line at 6 nothing Tornado's early. Little miscommunication kind of in the uh, backcourt for the Mustangs. Now they run to a trap. They're going to get it over the timeline. At the free throw line, out to the post, and the first basket for the Mustangs goes down from the good, good, uh, good set there. Good pass from the top of the key to uh, Taylor Even there. Taylor Even up three. on the block, just waiting for the ball. Quick response from A Town right to the inside. That is Haley Redding, and it makes it 8 2 A Town. 5.30 to go here. You've got your work cut out for you tonight, man. you got white jerseys on a light yellow number, and then you've got, you've got uh, kind of light, light blue on the gray. basket, and no good on the bunny there, but the rebound putback is going to draw a foul. 25, Kaziah Lewis had it uh, right under the basket, missed on the first one, got her on rebound. She's going to get to the line. Now, staying with us, she's a 5'10 junior. She's, uh, well, actually, I'd almost say that the uh, – the uh, Mustangs are probably out, outsized, outsizing A-Town all the way across the board. I would have to say so. First free throw from Lewis is no good. Stay at 8-2. The foul was on uh, Caden Quinn for the Tornadoes. Second free throw on the way from Lewis is good. She goes 1-2 on her first trip. Got some subs into the game here. I don't think I don't think Coach Dugan just doing uh, some game prep. I don't think Coach Dugan goes at least here early in the season too too deep into his uh, into his bench, especially early on for sure. Going right to the inside, shot blocked by uh, Trinity Jones, and then a putback staying with the shot. Uh, number fifteen, uh, Grace Cole there. Subject. Redding, Haley Redding. Oh, Haley Redding, Redding. Okay. for the uh, for the tornado. 
Oh, I was looking at the wrong 15. <laughs> yep, there we are. Haley Redding with the uh, shot there. Well, that's a Haley good double three team. And a turnover for uh, Evergreen Park. That's a good double team on the uh, block as uh, Grace Cole checked in, six-foot sophomore for the Mustangs. They tried to get her uh, posted up on the block. And good good help defense by the Tornadoes. Put a little double team and then it's throwing it away. Right to the inside goes Quinn. Shot is off the mark. She stays with it. Saves the ball. Now to a three ball from A-Town. No good. And rebound for the Mustangs. They'll push it over the court for Needy Jones. Right to the inside. Good move on Quinn. She gets her shot off. No good. And she's going to stay with it. And I believe a push call. Yeah. Going to go on for Needy Jones. I'm calling over the back. I don't care what, what official off there is listening. That's an over the back. Everybody knows it, right? We've had officials on here, and they slip <laughs> up every now and then. They call it the over and back, or over the back, and get them on it. Technically a push call, but everybody out there listening knows what an over the back is. Every time. <laughs> 4.20 to go. I mean, Navon on the offensive land here. Kick out to the outside. There's uh, McMullen. Kennedy Quinn with a good defense there on the uh, perimeter by Trinity Jones. Swing to the outside. Three ball on the way. Yes, good. And a nice stroke there from A Town. It is Cassidy McMullen. Caden Quinn. Caden Quinn. 14. We are just. <laughs> That's right. We don't, yeah, we don't know Evergreen very well. No. Well, what a start by the Tornadoes, 13-3, to and turning over the Mustangs again. That's five, unofficially five turnovers in the first four minutes here. Pressure defense for the Tornadoes. 13-3, to a 10-point lead here for A-Town early. Thanks about the shot at the top of the key. Swing to the wing. Kennedy Quinn's three is just short. And battle for the rebound under the basket is going to... Okay, now they're going to call it foul here on. Is that on the Tornadoes? Yeah, they're going to call that on the Tornadoes. I didn't see what. Oh, no, that's on. No, they uh, called it on uh, 23 Trinity Jones for Evergreen Park. No? No, they gave no, it. They, they called that on Taylor Ford. I don't know what Ford did there to, to to get the foul, but that's who the foul was on. I figured that was another push call on, <laughs> on, uh, on the Mustangs from behind. That's what I thought the whistle was. I don't know what the call was there. Now the Mustangs on offense. Trinity Jones went, or uh, Tatum Harris, had to go inside. She's going to draw a foul. It's going to go on Emma Gunther. Emma Gunther into the game for her first minute. Yeah, I don't. Uh, inbound pass is tipped, but stayed with it by the Mustangs. They'll uh, keep the ball on offense here. The inside post up and a shot on the way. No good. Battle for the rebound. Put back. No. Stays with. The Mustangs going to travel. Yeah, gonna go against Tatum Harris. That good, turns it over. Good rebound by Harris, but she was trying to get the ball out to the wing and couldn't get the ball out of her hand. Atown might have had a hand on it to hold it, or she couldn't get rid of it and shuffled her feet. Took too many steps before she got rid of it. Coming up on the three-minute mark in the corner way is off the mark. Rebound underneath for Evergreen Park, where we got a foul here on the Mustang. Oh, Isabel. Carney. Isabel Carney picks up, I believe, her first. Yeah, three team fouls apiece here with three minutes to go. For you folks listening, it's five team fouls per quarter now instead of seven and a half. Inbound pass for A-Town going up with it and drawing the foul. It's about 15, uh, Haley Redding. She's going to go to the line for, I believe, her second pair of free throws today. Uh, Caden Quinn had the first, had the first couple. Well, I think it was 14 or 15. Let me check the board here. First, first shot off the mark for That Redding. was Caden Quinn the first time. Right? 
A-Town has definitely found their way to the free throw line early. Yeah. They do it by just going right to the basket and just, you know, getting under there. They shoot 61. Oh, she missed them both. Both free throws no good, but Tornado's almost had it there. Evergreen Park on offense. We could have put the lead three minutes. We got travel here. Brace Cole turns it over for Evergreen Park. It's been a little bit sloppy for the Mustangs on offense. Yeah, and I think I think you know I'm sure travel's got a little bit to do. I don't know what time they got here today, but uh, get off the bus and stretch out. That's a long trip from the Chicago land area. Probably about and, a three-hour drive-ish. Yeah, and two, two and a half maybe. The A-Town defense has got a lot to do with that too. Yeah, it looks like they've come out to play tonight for sure. Well, A-Town is back on offense again. Kennedy Quinn swings to the uh, wing here for Redding. She'll go inside, and basket off the mark there. Just about to go in, kind of took a wrong bounce. And the Tornado will give it back to the Mustang. Contested layup, but I, I bet if they asked her, she would have thought she should have made that. Yeah, Trinity Jones with the ball here for Evergreen Park. She'll swing it out to the top of the key. They'll try and get to a set offense here. Ooh, just about traveled with it there to Isabel Carney, but somehow kept her pivot foot. Grace Cole, mid-range jumper, no good. Rebound, Evergreen Park back up and drawing the foul is Taylor Eman. They got the foul off. Shooting foul, she'll go to the line for two shots. Avery Stiegel's going to pick up the foul. So that's 14 fouls. Now both both teams are in the bonus. It'll be two free throws for the last 214 for each team. First free throw is good from Eman. It's a 13-4, A-Town. A-Town hasn't scored for a little bit. They got it to 13 really quick. I'd say 13 at least in the first four minutes, right? So they've been scoreless here for a couple minutes probably. It's been a bit of a defensive struggle since the opening minutes here. Uh, Second free throw is no good. Two minutes to play here. Quinn with the ball at the top of the key. She drives inside and kind of a tie-up. No travel, no jump ball. Quinn from three at the top of the key is good. She just about turned it over on the baseline, somehow worked herself back out to the top of the key, got the return pass, and drilled it. Knocks it down, makes it 16-4, to Tornadoes. Tipped and taken the other way. No, Trinity Jones is able to keep it with Evergreen Park. Swing to the inside, shot is blocked, but a foul on Kennedy Quinn. That'll be her first. Nothing she could do there. Probably a good foul. I don't think Kennedy is looking at the stats. Yeah, Kennedy can get herself in looking. She averages a little over three fouls a game, so she can get herself into some foul trouble occasionally, it looks like. Two shots on the way for the Mustangs. First one is good. That is from Taylor Yeeman. Yeah, Taylor Yeeman at the line. Got to, they can get it. Well, it's still double digits, 16 to 5. I was going to say, I thought maybe they could get it down to single digits here at these free throws. Second one is good. That is actually from uh, Neve Hayes. I know. I was waiting for her to turn around and see what number she was. Yeah, it looked like three at first, but then I saw three in the backcourt. I'm like, can't be three. Well, not only are these, these A-Town uniforms are tricky, it's, it's like, a, like a dark blue number on a dark gray jersey. So those aren't very fun either. If we had any contacts, we'd get the uh, jerseys changed like uh, Bob Roseville eventually. Here. Yeah. Inside for a time. Going to be a double dribble. Oh, I didn't see that one. Coach Duke is going to get his. I think it's just his first sub, right? I think. I believe so. We've got into the game comes Anna Servan. Yeah, I think that's the first. As I look out, I think it's all starters out there. No, Avery Stiegel's in there. Yeah, so second sub of the ball game for Coach Duke. 
Pushing up the court inside is Keziah Lewis, and going to get a blocking foul call on see the number coming up. Boy, she went flying into the lane. Taylor Ford's going to get the call on her. I believe that's her second. Yeah, that's the second on Taylor Ford. At, uh, at 5'10", Keziah Lewis just went barreling into the lane. Tornadoes tried to take a charge, but got there just a touch late. Boy, she paid for it. Yeah. Though. You paid for it like that. You should be able to get the call. First free throw from Lewis is good. Brings it back down to single digits for the Mustangs. I think if you're if you're the Mustangs, if you can make this free throw, get it down to eight, maybe get a stop and another bucket. If you could go in, you could probably rattle off maybe four more points after this free throw if you right. make it, which yeah. is good because I Lewis is two for two from that trip. You've survived. You've kind of survived that first quarter. Yeah. But if A-Town goes on a little 4-0 run here, you're in big trouble. Coming up on the minute mark, Kennedy Quinn. Wing to the wing for Ford. Back to Quinn. Spot up three rattles home from Kennedy Quinn. We talked about the 4-0 run. Well, there's three of it, 19-8 for A-Town. Back up to double digits for the Tornado. Kennedy Quinn with eight points here early on. She averages just a uh, just a tick under 20 at 19-9. To the inside for Keziah Lewis, it's tipped. She tries to save it, but her foot was on the line, and that is going to go back to the tornado. If her foot was just a little smaller, she had a beautiful uh, save into uh, Isabel Carney, who probably would have had a layup there. Reminds you a little bit of Kevin Durant's uh, shot back in uh, <laughs> the semifinals, what, two years ago at this point. She wore a size... 14 instead of 16. <laughs> Would have been a three instead of yeah. two, yeah. Another three ball from Kennedy Quinn goes through. Kennedy Quinn beating up for A-Town, and we talked about surviving the first quarter while adding to Avon has given it back to Evergreen Park, 22 to 8. I thought that was, I was just going to say, ah, oh, it's a heat check three there, but she drilled it. She rattled her home that time. That's 11 points early, 11 of the 22 A-Town points for Kennedy Quinn. And uh, Haley Redding just with four, so if she gets going too, that's a good double. Just Three double down the road. From Taylor Yeeman is no good. Rebound by Trinity Jones and a tie-up. Good that hustle. scenario stays with Evergreen Park. Good hustle by Taylor Ford just to stay with that rebound. And, uh, or at least get the tie-up. We talk about Kennedy Quinn. She could be one of those 2,000-point scorers as well. Oh, absolutely. Pace. Oh, absolutely. Avoids injuries and keeps this pace. Yeah, for sure. We could be holding a uh, celebration of 2,000 points <laughs> in a couple of years. For sure. We got in the bonus, yeah. Fifteen foul and a quarter, which is free throw. No more one of the bonus, folks. That's out the window. It's all two shots in high school, college, and pro basketball. Well, I guess the, the men's college still has the one of the bonus. Rattles in for Trinity Jones at the line. Twenty-two nine now. Just one field goal in this first quarter for Evergreen Park. Everything else has been from the free throw line. Jones, uh, second shot off the mark. Now A-Town's going to push with three seconds. Two, Kennedy Quinn, three ball on the buzzer. Is, oh, is out. didn't quite get the roll. Boy, she, was, she had the body English. She was pushing yep. her body, hoping we'd get in there. 22-9, to nine, A-Town leads. Kennedy Quinn with 11 of those on, I believe, two threes. And then the rest. Three threes. Three yeah, threes. Three of them, baby. A, uh, basket down low on that layup early, but. 22 to 9. We're going to keep it here at the end of the first quarter because we've got some live reads from sponsors jumping on for this shootout. The Charm Center. Keep your head in the game and looking good. Get to the Charm Center in Abingdon. Diana and Jen can get you looking your best. Make your appointment today at 309-462-2292 or stop by 108 East Meek Street in Abingdon. 
Also, the Cool Beans Coffee Lounge, the Scoop Ice Cream Parlor, and Heartland Deck and Fence jumping on. Cool Beans Coffee Lounge for a great cup of coffee. The Scoop Ice Cream Parlor with over 115 rotating flavors. And Heartland Deck and Fence in Abingdon are proud supporters of A-Town Athletics, as well as Heel Trucking. Heel Trucking south of Prairie City on Route uh, Route 41 can handle all your trucking needs from dry van to liquid tank. If you need to move, Heels can get it done. A lot of great sponsors jumping on for A-Town uh, basketball here. Yeah, thanks to all the folks jumping on. There'll be uh, we have uh, two more games. We have at least three more games next week at the uh, boys' version of this shootout. The longtime Great Western shootout is next week. We'll have a couple more eight-town games next week as well. The boys and girls playing a doubleheader at the end of the shootout. There's going to be two rules for me: never expand the NCAA tournament and keep these shootouts. These are amazing. <laughs> I can get on board with both of those. <laughs> Early turnover here for Evergreen Park. As usual, I lost track of my turnovers there about midway through the There's first quarter. There's been quite so. a bit of them. Yeah, With some, some of the sloppy play here. And, I, and I, again, I think the defensive pressure, uh, I'm sure Evergreen Park sees some pressure up in the Chicagoland area, but, boy, the, speaking of pressure, Kennedy Quinn putting pressure on the defense that time. Is good. Kennedy Quinn, her second shot that it was not a three-pointer. She's up to 13. 13 of the 24 A-town points. They lead 24-9. We'll be looking at a 30-piece here tonight for Kennedy Quinn. Taylor Yeeman thinks about a three, goes inside, and gets a foul. He called on. I'm going to get a number here. Avery Stiegel's going to yeah, pick up her second personal foul. So, Stiegel and Ford now with two fouls. And the last thing Coach Dugan needs is to get any kind of foul trouble here. There's plenty of time left in the second quarter. If there's one thing the Mustangs have done uh, good to start this game is that they've gotten to the basket. They're drawing a lot of fouls. That's where a lot of their points have been coming from as well. One, two, uh, seven. Seven of their nine points in the first quarter. Seven of their nine points, period, right now are from the free throw line. But they got to make it was off the mark from Taylor Eman. Got to put them through. Seven of ten in the first quarter. Second shot no good as well, so it comes up empty on that possession. Kennedy Quinn with the rebound. She pushes another three from A-Town. Knocked down. That one is from Haley Redding. And A-Town is raining threes down here at Abingdon Avon High School. They have tripled the Evergreen Park score 27-9. to 34, or 34% from three-point range. Another turnover Redding. for the Mustangs. Brittany Jones stops it at uh, midcourt, but it'll stay with A-Town. Under seven minutes to play in the second quarter. Swing to the wing four. Back at the top of the key. Oh, the nice side. Nice pass. She saw it all the way. And under the basket off the glass is Siegel. That was a 20-point game. Beautiful set there. Ran it to perfection. That little backdoor layup out of the deal. Inside, Taylor Eumann's shot is off the mark. Has trouble corralling it. It's going to go off her hand. No, no, it's going to stick with Evergreen Park. Evergreen Park is a little shell shock here. They're five and three coming in, and you and I was looking at the uh, at the schedule while the uh, pregame interview was being played. They beat they beat, they opened the season with a sixty-eight to two win over Kennedy. Another basket for a town. Haley Redding on the pass from Kennedy Quinn, thirty-one to nine. It's going to lead to an Evergreen Park timeout. Looks like a full timeout. We'll step aside, take a quick 30-second break, come back here at Abingdon Amon High School. A-Town leads 31-9 on the PCSN. Back here on AM 1330, FM 95.7 WRAM. A-Town with an impressive start to this game. We were talking about it. We just came off the air. We're just like, my, that is an impressive start for the Tornadoes. 
I uh, and I know Peoria Notre Dame looked pretty good in their 54 to 33 win over Camp Point Central Southeastern in the game before this one. Uh, and Morton looked okay against Macomb for at least a quarter and uh, broke that one open. But this is the most impressive uh, first part of a ball game that I've seen today. Acounts doing it on both ends. Mustangs on offense looking to get back into the scoring column here. Yeeman at the corner up to Trinity Jones at the key. She's going to take a three. That's actually Tatum Harris. Shot is off the mark. Battle for it. And a little miscommunication and a turnover for A-Town. Going to go back to Evergreen Park. Yeah. Um, Haley Redding got the, got the rebound. She was kind of trapped along the baseline. Then got doubled really quick by the Mustangs. And uh, her teammates kind of left her going up the floor thinking she had it handled. Somebody's got to stay back and help her out. Inbound pass is knocked away by Kennedy Quinn. We'll stay with the Mustang. Kennedy's got to be really careful not to catch that second foul here with six minutes to go here in the second quarter. Inbound to Yeeman in the corner. Back to Isabella Carney. At the top of the key, drive inside. And a drawing the foul and the three-point play coming from Neve Hayes. And bring this back down to 31-11. to She will go to the line. A nice take there by Hayes. Got all the way to the rim and, and good finish because there was some con- there was some contact down there and she good finish. Substitution in for uh, the Mustangs. Grace Cole comes into the game. Lone free throw from Neve Hayes is off the mark. A-Town sets back up on offense up 20. Missed all three of their free throws. You get down 20 points, you can't miss the easy. I mean, you got you to gotta make the free throws and you're down 20. Kennedy Quinn going to work on offense. Shot on the way is contested. Well, she gets her own rebound, though. Out to the key four, Haley Redding. Knocks that one through 33-11. The first shot, I, I would say Kennedy Quinn forced. Yep. She forced that one up, and but hustled and kept the ball alive. Kept it alive for the offense. Grace Cole shot off the mark. It's going to go out of bounds, and the Tornadoes will retain possession on offense. Like Isabel Carney is going to get a foul on the rebound. That's her second. I, I, she's the only uh, Mustang, I think, with two fouls. Right now, uh, A-Town's got Emma Gunther, Avery Stiegel, and Taylor Ford, all with two fouls. Coming up on the five-minute mark in the third quarter here. Good early start for A-Town as Kennedy Quinn driving up the floor is going to get the foul on the contact from Taylor Yeeman. Inbounded from uh, midcourt. Inbound is going to come from number 11, Emma Gunther. Kennedy Quinn in the backcourt working on Tatum Harris. Drive inside, good take. Now the dish to the outside. Three ball on the way is rattled out. In and out. Boy, that would have been a big one there. It was a nice, not great job of Kennedy Quinn getting in the lane, drawing the defenders, and then kicking it out to the wide open corner three. Battle for the rebound. Grace Cole wins it, and the Mustangs back on offense. Cole at the elbow, swings out to Tatum Harris. Harris looking, kick to the outside. Three ball on the way for Evergreen Park is no good. And it'll bounce out of bounds in A-10. Back on offense, 4.30 to go. He's missed everything there, I think. I'm not sure that's even got a piece of the rim, does it's a little bit wide right. I didn't see it come. I didn't see it come off of anything like the glass or the uh, rim there. So, off the mark. Just hasn't been a great shooting night for uh, Evergreen Park. They've gotten most of their uh, points from the free throw line, as we talked about earlier. Tornadoes on offense. 
Inside Kennedy Quinn shot from the free throw line is good. Good spot up and take there from Quinn, adding on to her total. She's got 15. Under control, pulled up, had perfect balance, rose up to the free throw line, and they're going to get Tatum Harris on a travel here, and nothing has seemed to go right for the Mustangs in these recent possessions. Yeah, this last four minutes since the start of the second quarter, actually most of the first quarter as well, but definitely since the beginning of the of this quarter, it's been all eight down. Right now, I'll see 22 there on a 13-2 run. Kennedy Quinn has subbed out for A-Town. They are on offense with halfway to go in the second quarter. The outside spotting up from three, no good. And a battle for the rebound, still loose. Almost saved by, by eight tornadoes. Good hustle by the Tornadoes. Just uh, just not there in uh, quite enough time, and the Mustangs will take over on offense again. And a short trip to the bench as Kennedy Quinn has checked right back in. <laughs> not a whole lot. Just get her a drink of water and you're right back on the floor. <laughs> not off the floor very long. If you never played 2K, you remember <laughs> you had to sub out Michael Jordan for about a minute of the game, a minute total of the yeah, game, it. or else you'll wear out. And then you come right back in. It was the trick. Mustangs on offense, a little bit of a loose ball. They're able to corral it again. The pace shot is off the mark and a push call. Going to come against number 31, it looks like. Oh. It's Abby Kupchuk. Good box out by the uh, Tornadoes. Kennedy Quinn will take on offense with 3.30 to go of 35 to 11. Up at the top of the key is Redding. She'll drive inside. Nice spin move. Takes it inside. Contact there. No call. I know it's a 24-point game. Right. She drew some contact there. She should have got the free throw. It was a good move, good spin move. Got herself in position in the lane and didn't get the call. I think you always got to call it like 0-0. Zero, zero, yeah. No matter what. At least at least that one. I mean, I can see letting some stuff go, but I, she, she deserved that one. Kennedy Quinn inside is going to get the contact. Well, they call it a block call, yeah. yeah. After waiting for the official signal, yep. Block a call. little late. I mean, uh, maybe a split second more, and that's probably a charge on Quinn. So A-Town is going to go to the line after all in this possession with under three minutes to play. Here's a shocker. She's decent free throw shooter. Oh, I would have to get. <laughs> and I and here comes the Temple Jinx. <laughs> now, she's 67%. That's, okay. that's not bad, but it's not, it's not great. But she's pretty solid. The shooter. Temple Jinx <laughs> overcomes. I apologize to the Quinn family. <laughs> She's got 15, There's now 16 on the second one. So I don't think they're hurting for points quite yet. 36-11, under three minutes to play in the second quarter. It's been all A-town to start this game. And especially this quarter. Just two points given up. Inside, Keziah Lewis had some trouble corralling it, but got it back and put a nice shot off the glass. Gives Evergreen Park their first basket in a while. Nice, nice put back there by Lewis. She was completely under the hoop. Somehow worked herself back in front of the uh, in front of the rim to get the shot up. Working inside and contact. Draw foul. No tie up. Hmm. No. Yeah, I got a tie up down, but wow, probably a good call. Looking looking back at it, probably right. a good call. Quinn will be the inbounder here. Looks for Redding, now just takes the inside, going up, and just off the mark there from. Yeah, that was Haley Redding there. Lewis did a great job of just standing her ground. Yep. 
Didn't didn't put the hands down on her, just stood her ground. But there's and a nice kill by Quinn. Park. Now in transition is Quinn, but she's gonna have to slow it down. Had a bit of a bit of time corralling that, and she'll go right in and draw the contact. Uh, she got the. I was wishing, hoping she didn't lose the handlock because she put a crossover move on two different girls at midcourt, and I thought, man, keep going. Lost the handlock just a little bit, or else she was going to go coast-to-coast coast on that thing. He had an easy trip for a layup there. Just couldn't quite get it, but she's going to go to the line anyway. 16 points already. Make it 17. First free throw is good. Hey, she's made every free throw. I haven't jinxed her in. Oh, there's that. Just not going to say anything. We're just going to let the announcer jinx is kind of <laughs> step out of the way. <laughs> yeah, I'll just shut up now. Quinn's second free throw is good. 38-13. to 13. Eight-town's going to hit their season average of 51 here in the first half. Holy cow, what an impressive half. Coming up on the two-minute mark, Tatum Harris with the ball in the corner. Swing to the inside is knocked away. He was looking to go inside for Brianna Uwajay. Knocked away, but it will stay with Evergreen Park. Inbound Tatum Harris thinks about a three. Now she'll drive inside, and nice layup there just off the mark. Rebound by Kupchuk, and is going to draw contact and a foul. So really nice move by Tatum Harris to get in the lane. Just uh, couldn't quite put the ball in the hole, but good stick to by Abby Kupchuk. Taylor Ford looks to uh, be at the scorer's desk, going to check back in. Third foul on Siegel. First free throw from the Mustangs is no good. Really, chance to maybe get this thing down under 20, which you'd like right now if you're Mustangs. Second free throw, no good. Nice rebound by Keziah Lewis, who puts it right back nice up. Reverse good work layup. by Keziah yeah. Lewis. Nice reverse layup. And, uh, first of all, good. Nice rebound by Lewis. And then I didn't know what she was going to do with it once she did get it, but she just shot a little <laughs> reverse layup. So this is how I'm going to do it. 38-15, We're going to see what Kennedy does here. That's picked up her dribble, but, boy, she is guarded tightly by Brianna Uijay. Inside and drawing the contact. We'll go back to the line. I believe that is. Is that Taylor Redding under the basket? It is. Yeah, she will go to the line. First. No, no, that's, it was on. Uh, yeah, that was on. I'm going to give that one to Abby Kupchak. Caden Quinn, she's over five. There's one. Is that Caden? Is that 14 or 15? I can't I believe that. 15? 15. 15. Yeah, Caden Quinn, that's her first made. Oh, no, she made two free throws in the first quarter. She was over five coming into this one. 15 or 14? Unless she uh, looks like 15. Yeah, I think it's 15. It's hard to tell on these white. Either right, way, both free throws are going in. Yeah. We're getting these yellow numbers on white jerseys. i I got to guess he brought them out just I know he works at MC Sport. I know he thinks <laughs> they look cool, but I'm not. I'm not buying Well, miscommunication for Evergreen Park's going to result in the pass out of bounds and a turnover. Just not really in sync there on the pass from Tatum No, no this is uh, it's been a rough day at the office for the month. Five and so three far. coming in, and I don't know. I don't know the. Uh, I don't know the competition level up in in that area. Looking at they play Eisenhower, Shepherd, Peyton, Thornton, Chicago University High, Tinley Park, Oak Forest, and Oakland. And I don't know the competition level up in that area, but boy, they just look—they look completely outclassed today by the A-Town Tornadoes. 
Coming up on the minute mark, A-Town looks a little content to kind of just take some clock off here, up 25. That's good work on it. Good work on the getting it back. Yeah, end up getting it back, but it goes time out. <laughs> I think he thought he was on the verge of a turnover, so time out. <laughs> so Coach Dugan's going to kind of reset here with about 55 seconds here. Got some uh, other sponsors here, just two more on this sheet that jumped on for A-Town, or for this entire shootout. They've been... Amazing here, jumping on for the first ever uh, shootout for the girls' version at A-Town. We've got Electromechanical Resources. With over 40 years of experience, you can rely on Electromechanical Resources. EMR can repair and rewire your farm, commercial, industrial, or residential motors to help minimize your downtime. Uh, If you need parts, if EMR doesn't have them, they can get them. Customer service is the number one priority at Electromechanical Resources in Abingdon. And then Hinchliff, Pearson, West jumping on, having the talk of a lifetime can make a big difference. Sharing stories with people you love and cherish not only strengthens the bond with them, but will also be very significant when it's time for us to honor the lives that they have had. Uh, this message is brought to you by Hinchliff, Pearson, West Funeral Directors and Cremation Services, located in Galesburg and Abingdon. Thank you to all these sponsors that have jumped on, not just on this sheet, but you know throughout basketball season, throughout football season, they've been amazing for us at the PCSN. Kennedy Quinn uh, over here on the bench with a shoe off. Oh, uh, both shoes off, actually. Now, I was talking to Coach Dugan and, uh, during our first broadcast today, and I don't know if we were on the air or off the air, but he said he's got some trouble running through his team right now with blisters on the Okay. So, and I see they got a pair of scissors out here for Kennedy Quinn, so maybe she's having some blister problems going on today. But she's got both her shoes off, both socks off, and getting some work done. Inside off the glass is good for A-Town, up to 42-15. That is from, looks like number 11, Emma Gunther, her first bucket. Now, I know they're, they're, they're cruising here, 42-15, to 15, but I don't think she's getting a uh, pedicure. I don't here. think so. I don't think. I know things are going well, but not well <laughs> enough to get a pedicure on the bench. Shot on the way after the turnover from Evergreen Park. No good. Battle for the rebound is won by Evergreen Park. Coming up on 10 seconds here. Looks like they're going to be content with taking the last shot. Neiman in the corner inside to Zaya Lewis. She's tripled off. The outside didn't get that shot off. It's not going to bounce in anyway. 42 to 15. What a half of basketball. What a half from the Tornadoes. Kind of a statement here at home as they are up 27 again. 42 to 15. We'll come back and break down the first half, uh, get a look at the second half. Kind of talk about what we've seen all day at this amazing shootout. The first ever girls shootout here at A-Town. We'll break it down here in three minutes when we come back with a halftime show on the PCSN. Back here on AM 1330, FM 95.7 WREM and Radio It is halftime at A-Town in the final game of the uh, MC Sport and More Advanced Rehab Girls Shootout. We had a busy day of uh, games here. Well, we'll start with A-Town up 42-15. to 15. Sean, what do you see in that first half? Kind of a dominant run by the Tornadoes. Impressive. I think it's the best half of basketball I've seen all day today. Uh, and I didn't see the early games, but I can't imagine there was a better half in the uh, Bushnell Prairie City, Orion, North Fulton, Erie, Provincetown, or Knoxville, Roanoke, Benson game. I've seen a little bit of the Aurora uh, Central Catholic Sherrard games in the second half of that. And it was good, but... I don't think anything has been as dominant as these last 16 minutes here. I don't, I don't think so. And it's just been it's been good defensively. We talk, you know, we give all the shine to the offense when they make the three. We get excited. We see Kennedy Quinn with 18 points. A-Town has throttled on defense tonight. 
Yeah, the 42 points is impressive. It only averaged 51. I mean, that's impressive enough of just looking at it. 42 points and a half will win you a ball game, any ball game. Also giving up 15 points in one half will win you any ball game as well for the most part. Uh, yeah, it's been it's been impressive on both ends. Um, they have given Evergreen Park Mustangs. And, again, like I said in the second quarter, I don't know what kind of competition Evergreen Park sees up in the Chicago right. line area, but – I tell you what, they look shell shocked tonight against the pressure here from A Town. They have just—I don't think they've really seen a team like uh, A Town where they just—they bring it to you every single game, every single night. Uh, Dugan and his squad is going to bring it to you. They play hard. They always play hard. Now, every sport down here in Abingdon Avon, every sport across the board, effort is never an issue. They bring it. But we're going to see if they can keep uh, this lead here. Now. <laughs> Kind of go, uh, bar against any uh, unforeseen <laughs> comeback this would here. Would be personally the biggest, yeah. the biggest uh, comeback that I've ever seen. That's for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> we'll see if they can keep the ball rolling in the second half. We had a busy day, of course, on the uh, PCSN here. We had two other games here, but we've had uh, several other games right here before that. Start off nine at nine o'clock. Orion takes down uh, Bushnell Prairie City, sixty-four to twenty-two. Uh, both those teams kind of struggling. You know, wet record-wise here, but Orion gets that win. North Fulton beats Erie Prophetstown 51-36. to Knoxville takes down Roanoke Benson 58-22. to And the game before our Monmouth-Roseville game, Aurora Central Catholic in a great game with a track west uh, opponent of Monmouth-Roseville, Sherrard, 62-55. to And then Monmouth-Roseville in a tough loss to Hardin-Calhoun. Of course, board out that game. You called it with uh, uh, Brent Dugan. Just a tough game for Monmouth-Roseville. They fall 44-41, to but they look they look very respectable, and Harden Calhoun is a pretty decent squad. Yeah, I think I think they take positive. I know talking to Coach Coach Weber on the post game show was very disappointed. They were up thirty two to twenty two. Yeah, they were up by ten, thirty two to twenty two, and then you get beat uh, forty four to forty one. Uh, so he was very disappointed on the post game show. But I think once he gets back, watches some film, and and I think they took a step forward today. I really do. It's a three point loss to a really good Harden Calhoun team. That, that having been able to beat last night 56-51 to 51 here, and then uh, Calhoun stayed the night and played today. But um, I think they took a step forward. I really do. It was a three-point loss, but I've seen some things out there I liked that I hadn't seen for the last week or two. Absolutely. Mama Throws, uh, the Mama Throws girls are going to try to take that into, I believe, they have a game. Rockridge Monday. They yeah, have a game we'll have against that on next week. PCSL the week yeah. after that. But we have their game against Rockridge on the PCSL. They're going to look to rebound. In that one. Then after Monmouth Roseville's game against Harden Calhoun, McComb took on Morton, uh, head coach Jackson Kane, I believe in his second year. Third. Yep, third, third year, yep. Third, third year. year with the team. He falls to, uh, his team falls to Morton, 46-26. Uh, to 26. Morton's a very solid squad, and McComb's kind of dealing with some youth right now. They're kind of, kind of coming into their own, but they started out the game very well. Yeah, this, it's, and that's what I said during the broadcast, I, people are going to get up tomorrow morning and say, "Ah, oh, Morton, 46, 20-point win over over uh, Macomb. And, and no surprise there. But it was a good ball. It was 27-21 to 21 heading to the fourth. It was a six-point game heading to the fourth. And uh, Morton went on a really good run and started forward to open that gap and then ended up winning by 20. But uh, I, I hope folks dig into the game a little bit when you see the score tomorrow and see how it got to 20. Yeah, definitely more than meets the eye yeah, then with that sure. score as Morton kind of – did take that uh, good fourth-quarter run here. And then the uh, second-to-last game, the game before this one, kind of a meeting of some juggernauts. But <laughs> Peoria Notre Dame flexing their muscles 9-1 and one coming in. They went 54-33 to 33 over previously undefeated Camp Point Central Southeastern. 
Kind of a uh, good flex there by Peoria Notre Dame. I, I thought that was going to be the best game yeah. of the day. And, and Peoria Notre Dame, just they just got on a nice run. And the Irish really kind of nice took run. it to them there. Yes. Yeah. But that was the uh, schedule before this, before our game right now. We'll quickly kind of look at the uh, A-Town Boys shootout. That's next Saturday. Kind of quickly get a look at that one as we're coming up under, under 30 seconds to go on the clock. We will have Mammoth Rose will take it on Southeastern at 10.30. That'll be the second game of the day next Saturday right here. Same uh, same deal. 9 o'clock in the morning, they start with the first game of Knoxville and Canton, and we'll have the Mammoth Rose game versus Southeastern. Macomb will play Argenta Oriana at noon. It'll be Sherrard and Farmington at 1.30. That'll be a good one. Scales Mound and South Fulton. Scales Mound's been a, a 1A juggernaut here the last couple of seasons. Um, that'll be a good one. And then Illini Bluffs and Rockridge, two of the best teams in Class 1A and 2A across the state. That'll be a good one at 430. You know how that went last year at yep. the holiday tournament, right? Um, and then we'll have the two A-Town games, the girls at 6 o'clock and then the uh, boys at 730. So we'll definitely have those two and the Mammoth Roseville game on the air. Looking forward to a busy week next week, a game every day on the PCSN. Be sure to tune in. It's going to be a full week. If you like high school basketball, you're in the right place. Every single night, and then at least three on Saturday. We are back on the court. Charge goal right out of the gate. Yeah, Evergreen uh, Park is going to turn it over early. Three ball on the way for A-Town is good. That is Haley Redding from beyond the arc. Makes it a 30-point game. (laughs) It's rolling. It's rolling, man. That's her second three ball tonight, and she... uh, she averages about two ball games, so they can hold on to this 30-point lead in the fourth. They will get a running clock. It's impressive. Brittany Jones to the wing into Tatum Harris inside. Keziah Lewis has had a nice, had a nice game under the basket. She gets that one to go. 45-17. I see the uh, the adjustment that Bruce Caduto has made for the Mustangs. Let's get the ball to Keziah Lewis on the block. <laughs> Not a bad game plan. No. She's, uh, she takes up a lot of space down there in that paint and knows how to finish. 5'10", junior, for Evergreen Park, having a nice game. Three ball uh, from, looks like Redding is off the mark. Good hustle, though. Take back on offense. Good hustle by Caden Quinn to try to save it in, just saved it to uh, ooh, travel fall out on the way. Three ball off the mark from Trinity Jones, but she traveled first. Yeah, shuffled her feet just a little bit before she got the three-point line, and I don't know if she said something, but the uh, official is giving her a... Big time uh, stare down, and now, <laughs> and uh, Trinity Jones would not look at him, but the referee was staring. Right and that's just kind of uh, the issue in in these late games when kind of it's not gone your way. Frustration can yep. boil over. Yep, absolutely, absolutely. The hustle there, running court by both ball clubs. A little bit of a collision from Tatum Harris as well as Caden uh, Caden Quinn. She gets up. Uh, both both parties get up unaffected, but we are going to get a foul. That foul is going to go on A-Town, and I don't know why. That's the third foul on Taylor Ford. So Avery Stiegel and Taylor Ford both have three fouls. Foul. Yeah. Yeah. Looks, like, looks like Avery Stiegel is going to come out of the game. Yeah, I don't I don't know why that was on A-Town. It was, it was uh, just a bunch of players scrambling for the ball on the, on the uh, floor. Inside the Yeeman kick out, Tatum Harris got an open three. She knocks it down, and five straight points from Evergreen Park has brought it back down to 25. 45 to 20 lead for A-Town. Cut the lead to 25. Yeah. A <laughs> hey, small progress. That's is, right. Any progress is good progress. For, for the Mustangs right now, yes, they have a force of turnover on the entry pass from uh, Kennedy Quinn. Now leads to Kazai, or Tatum Harris under the basket. Mid-range jumper from... 
believe that was uh, Carney. Yeah, Isabel Carney is off the mark, and A-Town takes back over on offense. Kennedy Quinn spot up from the free throw line off the mark. Wide right there. Uh, battle for the ball under the basket. Going to be a jump ball. Got to stay with the Mustang. Good to see. Got to stay with A-Town and Rabbit. Good to see Kennedy Quinn back on the floor. Again, I mentioned she had both shoes and socks off here on the uh, bench at the end of that second half. Uh, so the uh, pedicure must be over, and now she's back on the floor. <laughs> we we talking about giving those out. We're going to have to talk to Dugan. They have a turnover chain sort of thing going on. But three ball on the way is good. As Haley Redding with her second three of the half brings it back to 48-20, coming up on the five, about 5.25 to go with eight in this third quarter. 17 points for Redding. She's just one behind Quinn now. Oh, they've got her for 20. Even thinks about a three. Carney will go inside and draw contact. I think she's just at uh, 17. Now the board has it for 18. Yeah, I'm going to double-check the scoring here while you're uh... Yeah, Haley Redding for 20. Gunther. Now Gunther with three. Stiegel with three. And Ford with three after that foul on the floor here. Free throw on the way. First one no good from... Isabel Carney. She'll set up for a second. Seven of 15 for the uh, Mustangs in that first first half in the free throw line. Foul line 15 times. That's positive. Got to make free throws when you get there. Second free throw is good from Carney. She goes one for two from the line. Kennedy Quinn fast to the basket. Goes right inside. Layup just off the mark. Coast to coast and just not able to finish there. Mustangs on offense, five minutes to go in the third quarter. Swing to the inside, up, Grace Cole off the mark, battle for the ball under the basket. High up, and possession arrow will stay with Evergreen Park. 4.54 to go, inbound from Carney. Out to Grace Cole. Now out to Trinity Jones, who will try to set an offense. If you're, if you're Coach Caduto, you just try to get this under 20. Right now it's a 27. You get this under 20, swing to the outside and a turnover for the Mustang. I would, you definitely, you you definitely have to get it under 20 by the end of the quarter. But you'd like to get it under 20 with about maybe a minute or two left in this quarter. Is what you like to do? A timeout here, a full timeout from Coach Brent Dugan here with 4:40 to go. We're going to step aside for a 30-minute break. Come back here, 48 to 21, A Town leads. On AM 1330, FM 95.7 WREM. Back here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network, A-Town leading 48-21 to over, over Evergreen Park in the final game of the full day of action here at the first-ever MC Sport and Lore Advanced Rehab Girls Shootout. It's been a pretty successful shootout, I would say. Yeah, first day. Uh, even though I've been at the studio for the two games we cover, but it's been a pretty successful, good turnout. Good crowd today. I know, uh, of course, with the uh, with the hometown tornadoes playing now, pretty good crowd across from us over there. But good crowd today. Kennedy Quinn pushing the ball. Good defense there from Carney. Knocks it away, but it will stay with a town. Now are they not quite deciding on whose ball it is, or whether they're going to take it out. No, it's the K Town ball. Okay. Now they got it. Inside pass, Kennedy Quinn, and going to draw contact on Tatum Harris. And the technical. They're going to tee him up. <laughs> technical on Tatum Harris. Frustration. And, just yeah, just kind of boiling over. And I'm not sure if that is the one that 
he I don't think Tatum was the one he was uh, staring down in the first half. Maybe no, it was. I don't think so. I don't think so either. It was turning down. Because she didn't do a whole lot there. She was actually looking at her coach. Now, granted, she was on one end of the floor and the bench was uh-huh. on the other. Yeah. But she was looking at her coach and, and saying something to her coach. And I'm sh- sure it was something about the officiating, obviously. I'm not, I'm not dumb, but <laughs> there wasn't anything too demonstrative there. That's why I thought maybe it was a carryover from something earlier. Yeah, I think. You know, you kind of build oh, that up. Yeah. Two free throws by Kennedy Quinn, though. <laughs> so, shocker there. She's four or five from the free throw. Now line. they've got two scores for A-Town at 20 points. Yeah. Yeah, and I don't, yeah, I don't have Redding for 20. I've got her for 17. I don't know Wait. if I've given the board may have Board Quinn. may have misattributed one of her threes to someone else. Yeah. Again, hard to tell with the yellow numbers. Yeah, true. <laughs> A little oh, shot there, but another three, four, eight down. That is. Is that Redding again? No. Trying yeah. to get a number. She got to turn around with these numbers. I can't see it. Let's see. Emma Gunther. Emma Gunther with the three ball. How about that? On offense is Yeeman. So, yeah, that's uh, Neve, uh, Neve Hayes. Uh, Trinity Jones at the wing here. Under four to go. Grace Cole shot. No good. Battle for the ball, tie up. And a little, and little another back and, and a technical on Grace Cole. It was between Cole and a tornado. A little bit of a push after. some, Yeah, like you said, some extracurricular. A little bit of a push. And I think Coach Dugan's going to call his girls over and say, hey, we've none of this. All right, yeah. let's, let's don't get involved with this. So I think it was between Caden Quinn and... Grace Cole, who got the tech. Grace Cole's going to get uh, her personal one. foul. Yeah, it's her personal foul. So it counts on her on her uh, foul total. Kennedy Quinn's first technical shot is good. And again, like we talked about, as her second technical shot is no good, like we talked about, you come all this way down here and you're – you're, you're kind of getting beat pretty bad. Yeah, you're, you know, you're no, taking to the woodshed. Yeah, there's no kind of sugar coating. No. You're getting beat bad it's after a long trip. It's it's not a shocker that frustration is really starting to build for Evergreen Park. And now Quinn trying to get baseline. <laughs> it's getting pretty handsy out there right now. We got a lot of time left in this game. Quinn with the floater, a little long though. No good. Now a battle under it, and yeah, that's good. It's like Isabel Carney just kind of pulled it in there. And going to get a jump ball. Good hard play on the uh, floor there between both teams, and everybody got up without any pushing and shoving. That's even better to see. Yep, after two technicals, you see that ball go to the ground, you're like, okay. <laughs> oh, boy, here, here we go. Again. Here we go. Inside Kennedy Quinn, nice pass. A bit of a no-looker there to the inside. And that is Avery Siegel. Well, Stiegel got the bucket. I always gave that to Gunther. And when you get hot and scoring like this, you can turn into a field general, a court general, if you will, on the basketball court now. You can start making those no-look passes. Here. You start being a little bit more free with the basketball. Yep. Yep. Now, coaches don't like that. I've seen coaches call timeouts when they've been up 35 and the play gets a little ragged. Like, that was awesome. Don't do it again. Yeah, exactly. Don't get accustomed to it. That's going to be the fourth foul on Emma Gunther. Is that on? Yeah. Yeah. Fourth foul on the board for Emma yeah, Gunther. Fourth foul on Emma Gunther. There's still there's still a quarter and three minutes here, and the, the, right now the tornadoes have Gunther with four, Stiegel with three, and Tetris with three. And I know it's a 35 point game. 
Yeah, they can't make a free throw once they get there. And check uh, some yeah. subs here. Anna Servan comes in for A-Town, and at the scores desk is Brianna Uwage for Evergreen Park. First one was uh, first free throw was missed from Carney. Her second free throw is good. Same as the first trip. Splits the pair, makes the second. Inbounding is Quinn with 3:05 to go in the third quarter of a dominant so far oh, stretch for A-Town. She handles the ball so nicely. And puts the basket oh, through 58-22 A-Town, 23 on the board for Kennedy Quinn. She just, uh, it's full court pressure by the Mustangs, and she literally told her teammates, just spread out, let me bring the ball across half court, and then just went ahead and took it to the rack. Why not? i got to wonder if Coach Dugan saw Shelby Bowman say, I need me one of those. <laughs> I need me a Shelby Bowman, and that's what Kennedy Quinn has kind of developed right, into yeah. in her freshman year. Now she's even directing a little traffic. The freshman directing a little traffic here. He definitely got a little soft to her game. Yeah, right? I like it. When now she's drawing some double teams here. Yeah, they're just going to throw everything they got. Well, she's at her. dribbling all the way around double teams. Now she's going to get an assist. Well, she should have got an assist. The inside, she got the assist to the, the assist. assist. Yeah, in hockey, that would be an assist. Yeah. <laughs> Haley Redding shot under the basket is good. Ford has her at 22. We got her at 19. I got her at 19. Yeah, I, I don't know if they gave. Maybe the three-pointer um, by uh, Caden Quinn to Redding, and maybe I got it. I don't know, 14 or 15. So we'll see what they got on the board for 14. Well, speaking of 14 and 15, Caden Quinn yeah, checks in for Haley Redding. Yeah. They, well, I've got Quinn for nine. I've got her for five. I don't know. One of us is messed up. I'll get the official book. Shot on the way from Yeeman is off the mark, but... Lost contact, she'll go to the line. Good drive by Yeeman to get herself to the free throw line, which they've done a lot tonight. They just haven't made a lot from the free throw line. It'll be the second. That is the missed opportunities from the Mustangs here. That would would make the score a little better. Yeah. We're going to get uh, this fourth quarter is going to go quick. We're getting the running clock here. Yeeman's first free sure. throw is off the mark, and checking in for A Town is freshman Corey Anderson coming off the floor. Like number 41, Addison Anderson. A little swap of the sisters. Yeah. Swap of the Anderson. Second free throw is good from Yeeman. Down to 60 to 23 with 150 to go in the third. We're going to have a quick fourth quarter. This game has, has been pretty long compared to the others, but fourth quarter will fly by with the running clock unless the Mustangs can put on a run here to end the third. Ball goes out of bounds, but we get a foul called on, I believe, number one, Brianna Uwege. Quinn just takes that ball right down the right side of the floor and then at the last second, with one hand, picks it up off the dribble and just fires it to a teammate. Now she's going to get some, in the bonus, she's going to get some free. She originally lined up at the baseline ready for the inbound, but sent her the line. Yeah, everybody's still getting used to this five team fouls in one mm-hmm. quarter deal. First free throw good from Quinn, up to 24. Over her average at 19.9. Reading over her average as well. Shoot, the, the tornadoes are well over their average. They average 51. They got 62. All so it takes beat the average. <laughs> On offense are the Mustang with 130 to go inside. 
off the mark for Uage and a travel. Took off running before she put the ball in the deck following the rebound. That was a nice take down the baseline by Uage. And I think the uh, the ref down here by the scorer's box is uh, lucky here because he was tying a shoe. He wasn't ready for the fast break. <laughs> maybe maybe here there was some pedicures going on down here at the end of the bench. He was ready for it. Right? his shoe off and ready. <laughs> the outside shot from Yeeman is off the mark. Good hustle Long by rebound Quinn. by Kennedy yeah, Quinn. Good hustle by Quinn. It's, it would have led to a uh, layup. But. Tipped away by Trinity Jones. Inside pass to Yeeman. Her shot is off the mark now. Kennedy Quinn comes away with it. One hand Throws on the money. And the basket off the glass is good from Emma Gunther. 64 points for a pound. One hand from half court. One-handed to a, just threw a dime to Emma Gunther for the layup. Highest scoring game so far is 66. That was against Robo Williams Field at the uh, Robo Williams Field Ridgewood Tournament. Only their second game. Actually, they have two 66. Actually, no, they have 61 against West Central. But 66 is their highest on the season. If they can beat that. Caden Quinn with the ball under a minute to play. Emma Gunther in the corner drives right inside, just kind of blows by the defense, lays it in for 66 as Emma Gunther up to nine points in this game. Yeah, only had two at the half, got seven here in the second half. She's, uh, she's um, over double her average. Everybody contributing, man. Trinity Jones with 30 seconds to go. Neve Hayes has it kind of tipped away, ripped away, but before that, I'm going to call a jump ball. Good hustle. Good, good physicality from the Tornadoes. That was uh, Anna Servant. Probably doesn't get a whole ton of playing time. Hasn't gotten a whole ton of playing time tonight, but I'll tell you what, she hustled her way into a jump ball there. Good um, job. On the floor for A-Town, number 25, Miley Weber, freshman. Senior Addison Anderson. And some other numbers here again. Hard to see. I'm getting on Coach Quinn about these. <laughs> or Coach Dugan about these. Still uh, in football mode, right? Football mode. <laughs> yeah, we finally got rid of Mama Throws. Well, football team getting rid of there. Hard to see jerseys at night. Now I'm going to have to get on Dugan about these yellow on white. Block winding down in the third quarter. Gunther to the inside. Basket off the glass, no good. Two seconds and zeroes at the third quarter. Dominant run by A-Town. They just haven't let up. They're up 66-23 to after three quarters while the running clock in the fourth. And the last game of the A-Town uh, girls shootout, first annual. And we'll come back here in 30 seconds to wrap it up here on the Prairie Communications Sports Network. Back here for the fourth quarter of the final game, the MC Sport and More Advanced Rehab Girls Shootout here. First annual. Has a little fist bump from a fan in the ring. Yeah, I don't know. I think our top part was doing some yo-yo tricks over there, I think. Okay. (laughs) Impress the official. I think maybe after the game we need a special presentation of the yo-yo. <laughs> right. Oh, boy. Double, Double dribble here from uh, Miley Weber. Miley Weber is a freshman in for the first time. And it's always good if you're A-Town. Miley Weber double dribbles. Got a big smile on his face. Just oop. <laughs> yeah, well, you don't have to worry about it now at this point. Right, you're down 66-23. If you're down 64-43, you're like, oh, boy. Adding to more gray hair. <laughs> not, not Coach Dugan. No gray hairs for Dugan. <laughs> not much hair up there on uh, Dugan's head. Trinity Jones going to the line after drawing the contact on the shot. 
clock continues to run here for the line clock in the fourth. Again, just so impressive for wow. A-Town. They, they made a statement in front of their home home fans tonight. I think it's the – I think it's the, and I didn't see all the games. I think it's the best performance I've seen all day. I believe so. Trinity Jones' first free throw is no good. Second free throw goes. She won a two from that trip. Single-digit quarters for uh, Evergreen Park, 9, 6, and 8. Again, A-Town's highest scoring game up to the season came in the Robo Williams Field Tournament at 66. They are at 66 right now. Miley Weber shot oh, just, just shy. Just short, but rebounded by A-Town. Deanna Hamilton, freshman in the ballgame. Addison Anderson has a little trouble corralling it. Then it's taken away by Evergreen Park, but traveled. Good hustle by Addison Anderson. Absolutely. She kind of forced that travel, trying just trying to reach in from a leg on the ground, trying to reach in and uh, and, and get that tie up, and ended up forcing the travel. Good hustle from girls getting some minutes tonight. That's good. That's always good to see, man. You can go out there and mail it in if you don't get much playing time, but it's still here at Green Park and a layup on the other way for. Number 10? No number 10 here for... Uh, yeah, I don't, I don't have a uh, 10 in my scoring. Unnamed scoring. Evergreen Park player with a layup there. Good good play there. She's in the program. Miley Weber from the free throw line. Knocks it down. That's the second good move, and I'm glad she got one of those shots to go. I believe that's her first point of yep. the season. And that's oh, the season. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, you're right. 68 on the board. I don't know who that is. She's under the basket again. Pops a three and just short. And yeah, a little out of game. Huh? Not getting a whole lot of playing time. It's the first time on the put court a name to that game. Yeah, got a got a uh, got a bucket. Almost hit a three pointer there. I think she's pretty comfortable out there. Coming up on five minutes on the running clock here. Mustangs on offense. Inside shot, no good. Tipped around. Almost saved. Almost saved, but not just on the baseline. That is, I think it's uh, Miley Weber. Is it 25? I believe it was again. 68 points. A-Town. Trying to get to 70. Yeah, without the running clock, if this was a close game, I wonder what they would have gotten up to. Right. And again, can't get herself in the free throw line. Again, I don't... I don't know who number 10 is, but I've been impressed with the last couple minutes of her gameplay here. Trying to hear the PA with a name, possibly, but yeah. didn't get one. No, maybe he doesn't either. The, uh, yeah, I don't know who the shooter is. I have to put a name to that. Put that was on Miley Weber. Yep. Like that. Yep. Yeah. Weber gets the foul. No. Oh, Lane violation. On. Over the line. She doesn't quite understand what, what she just did there. <laughs> I came up a little confused there. <laughs> Under four minutes to go. Miley Weber inside, loses handle on it. And corralled by Evergreen Park. Yeah, I think she took off running before she put the ball on the deck herself. But she's going to take it coast to coast. This is Rihanna. It was a nice coast to coast yeah, just off the mark. Yeah, well, they're still battling. All tipped around. Credit to the Mustangs. Just three from ten again. Three from ten just off the mark. Tipped and rebounded. Oh, boy. Wolf, Wolf. Somebody coming behind you. Tipped out by Brianna. Ooh, okay. call foul. 
Oh, I don't say he got a piece of uh, Weather's arm there. Now he's going to go on Ouajay. That's her third. I don't think we have to worry about foul trouble now at 3.09 with a 42-point lead. Riley Weber with the ball takes another shot from the free throw line. Knocks that's it down. Good that's move four from Weber. Weber. Yes, that's a good move from Riley Puts Weber. A-Town up to 70. That's a good move from Eight. her. 70 to 26 lead for the tornado. Ouija goes inside. Loses handle and goes to A-Town. Good idea. Just ball got a little bit ahead of her there. Riley Weber takes up a 2.30 and travel. A little ragged here, but if Coach Dugan calls a timeout, I'm going to give him all kinds of grief <laughs> on the postgame show. I don't think that's in his pocket. He's got, he's got the water going on. He said, I, I, is, he getting the, is he getting a pedicure now? I don't think so. Okay. Two minutes to play. Miley Weber's pass is deflected. Deflected by 10 again. I wish we had a name for her because I think she's played a really solid fourth quarter here for uh, the Mustangs. Coach Scaduto is about to earn her some playing time. Yeah, she knows, she knows oh, what coach like, nice. But. Addison Anderson gets in the scoring call. That's her first points of the season, too. The lone senior for A-Town getting on the board here. Got to get Corey Anderson, 45 in the scoring column. She hasn't scored yet this year, so we got to get the her, last two. one to not score yet. Uh, Anna Servant, I don't think okay. she scored yet either. So, Servant is on the floor, as is Corey Anderson. Got to get them a look in a minute and a half. One, I don't know if we're going to get play. two possessions here. Well, we might. There's a turnover. Now get it to Servant or Corey Anderson. Three or 45. Get them the ball. Weber taking it up with 115 to go. Servant's got the ball. She's spotting up. Make the move. Put that thing up. And to Corey Anderson. Shoot the ball, Corey. It's a screen. Good screen from Anderson. Anderson's swing is two. Back out to Corey Anderson again. Servant thinks about it. Uh, we're working a little two-man game between Servant and Anderson there. Somebody's got to shoot the ball. Maybe work on a pass game a little bit under a minute to go. Yeah, just running some clock. But, uh, you know, if you, haven't, if you haven't scored yet this year, you if you get it, shoot it. Whoever thinks about it inside, Servant got it. And a Servant with her first point of the season. Away. That's a nice layup and a nice little screen and roll there. That's a beautiful screen and roll from Servant. She deserved that one. Now, I don't know if they're going to have enough time to get Corey Anderson a shot here. Point four seconds. Shot on the way for Evergreen Park off the mark. Under and basket's good. That is Bridget Hayes. Hayes, her first bucket of the day. Now, find Corey Anderson. They're going to dribble it out. But yeah. You got to find Corey Anderson. Where's Corey? He's on the block. Get it to her. Get it to her with seven. There it is. Get it, it to her. her. Dribble out. Serving. What a game from A-Town. Wow. Everybody on their feet here wow. in Tornado Alley. A-Town, 74-28 to 28 win. They improved their record to 7-3, and three, domination over Evergreen Park. 74 points, and only eight of that came in the fourth quarter. We will talk about it, break it all down, and bring uh, Coach Dugan up here, talk about him probably in a pretty happy mood. That'll be all in three minutes. As we wrap up our coverage of the first girls' shootout here, we'll come back in three minutes. Break it all down here on the PCSN. 
on here on AM 1330, FM 95.7 WREM, wrapping up coverage of the A-Town Girls Shootout, first ever MC Sport and More and Advanced Rehab Girls Shootout. Joining us now is A-Town Coach Brent Dugan. What a win. Yeah, we'll uh, take that all day long. And, um, excuse me, the execution from top to bottom, really, um, really appreciate how the girls got after it tonight. I thought we took them out of what they wanted to do right from the start, and we did everything we wanted to do right from the start. And it really didn't matter who I put in as a sub or whatever. It didn't seem like we lost any ground, which that's some ground that we're – I talked to you earlier in the pregame about process. That's the process I want to see. I want to see our bench get a little deeper, get them more minutes, and obviously the things they did tonight were promising on the defensive end and rebounding and those kind of things. And sometimes you got to share some fouls and and just get – you know, we had a couple of – Okay, I'm going to complain a little bit. We were well, out of position. Coaches do. We were out of position a couple times on a defensive rotation, um, but man, it was good at times too. So I'm not going to complain altogether. But uh, yeah, I think our offense looked really, really good tonight. Spacing was better. Um, we're getting there on that. I really, I really think that's going to be tough. To, we're going to be tough to handle at, at, later on in the year. And I think it's just going to keep getting better and better. Yeah, I thought the 74 points was impressive by itself, but I'm more impressed with the with the 28. On, on this side, is that right? Yeah, 28 single digits in every quarter. Uh, that's what I'm more impressed with because I don't know, I don't know what the competition level is in their area, but they looked completely shell shocked there at times. Yeah, and I know they, you know, we were talking about the bus ride and whatever. I don't even know if they stayed locally or not, but uh, I'm sure they had a long bus ride and they got a long one home. But yeah, once they, once, once the uh, what do you want to call it, the whooping started. Um, I think they were, like, ready to tap out. We're like, what do you want us to do, Coach? We tried everything. We tried to trap the, the heads on the screen. Uh, she dribble pulled out of that. The kick to the corner on the person that's open. She's hitting shots or driving it, getting us in foul trouble. But we pretty much had an answer for a lot of the things they were trying to do to us, which when you're doing things effectively with the basketball in your hands and with the basketball out of your hands, the combination of those two are very dangerous. You can get, you can get two or three girls that can be disruptive. All five of your girls, and I think I said it maybe at, for the first couple of defensive possessions, I said, I already like what I see because I see five girls, not three. I see five girls in good defensive position as the girls are coming down the floor. Well, the Quinn brothers are over there yelling, low, get low, get low. And <laughs> well, I told my girls, I said, how many times have I said that? Coach Pinkham, Coach Seeker, Nadine, Coach Marr there, she says it. And then you got the Coach Quinn <laughs> brothers over there in the front row. And truthfully, you know, everything's right what they're saying. You want to be a non-athlete, stand up. You want to be an athlete, get lower, and you're already going to be in position to be quick, but then be quick, you know. And a lot of times we want to raise up and want to do some things high, and it really high-hand stuff is only for the block, and truthfully, you got to be in better position on that stuff anyway. Uh, offensively, what do you like offensively? I mean, <laughs> obviously, well, I like when the ball goes in the hole. Yes, and it did a lot. It did, it did a lot tonight. We we shot the ball exceptionally well. What did you like to get to that point? I love the spacing. I thought our spacing was a key, even with our ball screen stuff. You know, it can kind of at times get cluttered up. But I thought Kennedy did a great job of, you know, she didn't always just drive the hole and try to go in there amongst trees and get it swatted or a bad pass or whatever. But I thought she did a fantastic job of just balancing the floor. Like, if the drive wasn't there, she pulled the defender, got the ball reversed quickly, backside shot, or backside penetration because everybody's running to help side. To, you know, who's getting who? One was a player tonight for us, and they had to pay attention to her. So when they started paying attention to her, 
Back on here on AM 1330, FM 95.7. Had a little bit of uh, technical difficulties here, but we uh, persist, right, Sean? Yeah. Always I blame forward. UK, and every time I'm on the air Every single time. St. Norbert, I was listening to you guys, uh-huh. and went off the air. I'm blaming UK. I got lost right now. It must be a little bit late, because I got, I got cut off the air when I was talking to Jackson Kane after his ball game too. So maybe we're just hitting a limit. I don't know. You, your games are going to have to go shorter. Well, I tried. <laughs> you That's did. We had a running clock during the full fourth quarter. So. Well, yeah, we were talking we were, about the future. Yeah, yeah. I think we were uh, getting into the Farmington game that got canceled here. So I believe Brimfield is the next one up on the 14th, unless you guys have seen a little something else. <laughs> well, I don't think that game's canceled. I think that one's canceled, too. Okay. So I got to adjust my All schedule. this paperwork yeah. we're giving you guys, um, we're, we play Macomb on Saturday okay. in our, our boys' okay. shootout, Great Western shootout, which uh, obviously that's a later game as well. And Macomb's gotten us for – well, and I thought they played pretty well against Morton, and I yeah, saw them for three quarters. They played really well. They played really hard, and that's what Coach Kane always brings to the table. I know he talked to me in the hallway for a quick second. He said we just struggled to score, and and obviously, you know, when they play hard the way they do, they're going to have some success. And it, it was good to see them be competitive against Morton on paper. That you and I had talked about Sean. That could get a little lopsided. Sure, but, but they could I beat totally it. expected it to be yeah, lopsided. Yeah, Coach Kane's got to be really happy about that. Um, never happy about a loss, obviously, but they're going to be a tough opponent. Then we can turn around and play um, Monmouth Roseville here on this court on the 18th, um, which is a girls' game first. Yeah, that's going to be fun. Boys' game, which Coach Webber and I talked last year. We didn't like that Thursday. Then turn around and play regionals on Saturday, and he played on that Monday. And then, unfortunately, Bree got hurt last year, Woodard, and it's exactly what he and I talked about all week. I don't like the placement of this game, and, you know. I love the doubleheader thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I, I do too, and it, it added something to the air last night. It was packed in here, and I, sh- I shouldn't say the air because it was hotter than Hades in here. But um, was it Chuck Grant hot? Because he had the freaking shoebox at about 8,000 degrees every game. I don't know if it was necessarily that hot, but yeah, it, was, it, 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 does, uh, it did get hot last night. Uh, I've, I've only got one more question, and it's really an important one. Um <laughs> You score 18 points in the first half. You get a pedicure towards the end of the first half. It well, looked like Kennedy Quinn was getting a pedicure so down here. she's battling the blister bug right now. Um, she's got blisters, I think, on both feet now. I, I don't know the story. I won't tell you the price of the shoes, but they're pretty expensive shoes. So I told her she should sue the company. And, and I she should get paid that money. Minutes. I'll be yeah. her agent on it. Anyway, right. short story, uh, she does have some blister problems. Um and we wanted to get to that 30-point mark in the fourth quarter and get her out of the game. And the girls did a nice job throughout, and teamwork-wise. And I really uh, liked Seattle. got the score there. She's our lone senior. Yes, she got a nice shot, cool. two-point shot there. And, and actually, Anna made a nice cut there late, too, uh, serving. And it was good to see the uh, distribution of the basketball tonight. And, yeah, getting number one off the court just because of those blisters and, and that problem, I'm probably going to give – I'll give her tomorrow off. Obviously, it was Sunday, and I'll give her Monday. I'll give her a little less time on the court, too, and let her kind of absorb some of that, and I'm sure those those clusters will heal. I'm glad we got that cleared up because I was going to get no in line. There was no pedicure. No. I was going to get in line for pedicure at halftime, <laughs> yeah. but, you know, whatever. Yeah. you got to score 18 first. <laughs> I, I couldn't score 18 in, in pregame warm-ups, man. I don't think uh, I don't think we have anything That's more. That's all for, I got for That's Coach Dugan. Yeah, that was That's the most last, important. Yeah. Most important. That was question. the most important. It was almost like the keys of the game type thing. I mean, there was <laughs> yeah. a promo on that thing. Wasn't there? <laughs> yes. Yeah. But that is going to wrap up our uh, pregame, uh, postgame 
building in my pre and post game. Don't miss the pre game. That means there's another game all day. day. We'll be here at about 11 o'clock with no game going on. But that wraps up our post game coaches interview with uh, Coach Dugan. Thank you for joining us and a great win. Thank you, guys. That was was impressive. Yeah, I appreciate you guys being here today. Thanks for your support. We'll see you next week. We'll see you next time. All right, guys. Can't wait. That is Coach Dugan on the Prairie Communications Sports Network after a big eight-town girls win here. Uh, that'll wrap it up. Uh, I think that's going to do it for our coverage of. Go through the scoring here, real yeah, quick. Yeah, we'll some impressive scoring here. there on the eight town side. So we'll uh, we'll run through got? the scoring real quick. We got nine points for Keziah Lewis. This is on the uh, Evergreen uh, Mustang side. Nine points for Keziah Lewis. Four points apiece for Nate Hayes and Taylor Yeeman. Uh, three points for Tatum Harris, and then two points apiece for Isabel Carney, Trinity Jones, and Abby Cupchuck. For the A-Town Tornadoes, here we go. 25 points for Kennedy Quinn, 19 points for Haley Redding. That is uh, above both of their season averages for the year. And then nine points apiece from Emma Gunther and Caden Quinn. We got four points apiece from Avery Stiegel and Miley Weber. Two points for Addison Anderson, who uh, you heard you heard Coach Dugan say as a senior got herself in the scoring column. So that's, a, that's an impressive performance. 12 out of 16 from the free throw line to boot. Why not? Absolutely great performance for our A-Town, and I believe they're going to take a whole week off, it sounds like now, before they get to uh, the boys' tournament when they uh, wrap up the night on that next Saturday. But that is going to do it for us. Three games here on the TCSN. We thank you for listening to all of them. It was a great shootout, and like I said earlier, this should stay a thing forever. It was amazing. Impressive day of basketball here. Had a lot of teams from outside of our area. For the folks that came and watched it, I mean, you see most of these teams, you can. But a lot of these teams, like Evergreen Park and Hardin Calhoun, uh, Hardin Calhoun, a fantastic uh, program. You got a chance to see them today. That's what the shootouts are for. See teams you don't get to see. Absolutely. That is going to wrap it up here on AM 1330 from 95.74. Caden Rogers, Sean Temple, and board offing today, Delaney Rex wrote. That's going to do it for us on the PCSN, folks. Thank you for listening. Tune in next week. A whole slate every uh, every night. Got a game here. Tune in on both Sunny 97.7 and AM 1330 FM 95.7. Folks, thank you for listening. Have a great rest of your weekend.